We live. Cheers, imaginary. I've been blowing through the money like you're growing cheese. I've been fucking on a French bitch, say la vie. I just put them on a jet, now they all Italian. Way I'm dressed until I've been to a thousand dollars. This bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Every night, late night, like I'm Jimmy Fallon. Crow shoot from anywhere, like you Ray Allen. Crody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is your favorite Money locks. Hold on. And a whole lot of shit talk. Welcome back to the show. It's Scotty Lowe, joined with one other, none other than Mr. B. Shaw. How are we doing today, sir? Doing good. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. You took a plane, train, automobile yeah. to get here. Um, how was that? Any the, sketchiness on the, the way to... The blue line... Um, you know, some people would call it sketch. I just call it normal. Yeah. Um, you know. Just a normal Monday evening. Some dude was smoking a joint on there. Some dude was smoking a cig. And the cops kind of pulled. There's, the- so, there's some guy yelling in the back. But Did the I, cop- just, I didn't even turn my head. I had to go pick you up from uh, a couple early stops. So the cops, did they like pull the train over? Uh, they were searching for somebody or something. I don't know. They're like, hold on. Just stop the train. We think we can find one suspicious person in here if we look hard enough. Let's see public transit for you. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the show. This is Money Locks and Shit Talk. Uh, we're here to talk some sports. We're here to have some fun. Uh, we're here to give you some money locks. Um, we had a crazy, what was this, week uh, 14 or 13? I think it was 14. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It is yeah, week 14, yeah. So week 14, uh, make or break for the playoffs for a lot of teams. We had a lot of big storylines, a lot of crazy comebacks. Um, and we got to dive right into it, man. Um, football has been a crazy year. Um, how can we not start off? We, we both were rocking Rams gear today. We can rock Rams gear again with our heads held high because we were sent a savior by the name of Baker Mayfield. He's gifted to us from the gods. He was gifted for free to a, for a million dollars. We don't have any draft picks, but yeah, we picked up a million. Uh, we we picked up Baker Mayfield off the waiver wire, like we're like fantasy team managers. And to me, um, if you guys haven't heard yet, Baker Mayfield's a Ram, and they just won their last game because of Baker. And if to me, right when I heard about it, I was like, "No way!" It's just like Baker Mayfield to the Rams. That that doesn't even like sounded like a, like a, one of those satirical headlines. Yeah, you know? like like one of those fake Twitter accounts or something that posts yeah. fake sports headlines and fake trades, and and it didn't seem real. But I guess uh, it had been something that's been kind of trending. And Baker kind of heard that he might get uh, picked up by the Rams and had already bought a plane ticket to L.A. before the deal was finalized. Um, I just wanted to get out of Carolina. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to LA. Yeah, start start the trip off early. Can't blame the guy. Um, but yeah, he comes in the building. Um, they got a Thursday night game. Uh, they're down to Bryce Perkins and John Walford. Bryce Perkins is already out with injury. Walford still kind of in a. We got the first series, the first three plays, all yeah. handoffs, I believe. Uh, and then yeah. he's benched. 
Or Baker. I don't know Baker and uh, McVeigh were buddies like that, but I guess apparently they are. I mean, I could see them being good, good, good friends. They're, you know, they're both kind of energetic guys. And uh, it was like some plane flight, I guess, or something that they see. Set. It's always yeah, McVeigh's it just kind of running into people. He's in a hot tub with Matt Stafford. You know, in uh, Cabo. Next thing you know, he's on a plane with Baker Mayfield. He's playing uh, chess, not checkers. Is he? He's like living a, a movie in real life. It's like in, in only in a movie do you like run into like all these people. You know what I mean? And just randomly throw like you're like hey like we could do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like that's almost like a, a guy's like. Uh, I think I got one more in me, Johnny. It's almost like the guy that's on coke at a party or something, and he's just like telling his business plan. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like bro, we're gonna win a fucking Super Bowl. I'm gonna make a trade. Uh, to bring you to LA, like all this stuff, you know, it's uh, uh, ooh, ooh, ESPN letting me know something. New England outscores, yeah, of course. Yeah, final. So, week 14 is final with the uh, Pats beating the Cardinals, but anyways, Baker, though, man, that, Baker. that comeback drive, he was in LA for less than 48 hours and starts prime time Thursday night going up against. The Raiders, who are coming off of three wins in a row, um, what, do, what what was your overall? I mean, you actually sold your your tickets. I was actually super surprised, but I'm yep. sure Raiders fans are, are happy to buy up all those tickets and buy LA, L. and LA fans are are happy to sell their season tickets right now. So um, correct. What was uh what, what did it was you like think eighty percent Raiders fans there? Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> it on was TV. pretty gnarly. So, what did you think of uh, Baker's overall performance? We'll get into the fourth, uh, the end of the fourth quarter in just a second. But what do you think about his fourth? You know how he performed for the in the first half and in maybe the first three quarters. Uh, it was good. We actually we had a really really nice drive going, and then Acres fumbled it. Mm-hmm. This was in the first half. I don't re- know if you remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Acres had a fumble, messed up that Ooh. drive. A- Acres had a fumble. I know. Shocker. It's shocker, right? Exactly. But then uh, a little slow to start the second half for sure. But what matters is, you know, turning it on when it counts. And that is exactly what happened with Baker and the Rams. And basically, we were down 17 3. Um, looking at our seventh Six- straight loss 16 <laughs> 3. 16-3, excuse me, yes. 16-3, looking at our, our uh, seventh seven, straight loss. Seventh straight loss in a row. So we don't have much to lose. So they were just like, you know what? Let's go have some fun. And uh, what did Baker do? He went and baked it up. Yeah. He went, he went full-blown Baker. And, and it kind of had that feeling that, like, we were never out of it. Uh, even, even though being down two scores, I was like, Baker could do this. Like Baker just does weird, crazy shit like that. So it had similar vibes to when Cleveland had lost a whole season and a half in a row, basically. Then Baker gets his first, uh, I don't know if it was a start or he came in at halftime. And then the, the Browns finally yeah. win. A ho- and they're at home and they open up the fridges and shit in Cleveland with Bud Light. And everyone was getting free Bud Light and shit. Um, it was a very dilly dilly moment, if you might have to say. And uh, the way he played at the, in the fourth quarter, there was a lot of, you know, uh, I would say flags thrown on both sides of the, the football. Um, 
But yeah, man, I mean, you couldn't write that story any better and I'm happy for the kid. And to me, the whole the whole signing just felt like, okay, well, if we sign Baker Mayfield for a million bucks, we're going to sell way more fucking home tickets than if Bryce Perkins, John Walford, or some buddy from the practice squad is out there starting for the last four games of the season. Uh, that's what it felt like to me. Like, Baker Mayfield's going to sell some tickets. If he gets a win... It's a plus, and he already got the win, and he got it in a, in a in a you know a great fashion. Instant fan favorite. Yeah, so he he won the fans over instantly. You know, LA fans are the craziest. How long if he starts putting a string of wins together? Because who do they go up against this weekend? Packers on Monday night. Packers on Monday night uh, at Lambeau, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. That's a very tough one. Even though the Packers are having a very du- we win down that one year. though. That that's some more momentum. <clears throat> If Baker takes us to the playoffs, do you think Stafford tries to come back and play in the playoffs, or they just keep rolling with Baker for the yeah, rest that, of the year? That, that's a good question. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's that's thinking such a homer so positively because the NFC it could happen. The NFC is wide open to an extent, but we only have what now four wins or five wins on the season. Uh, I believe that's four. That'll be four wins, right? So we're four, and that would make us nine. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah, four and nine, if I'm not mistaken, and that's uh, that's a tough spot to be in. But let's take a look. Can you take a look and see how many games back we are in the NFC to get into the wild card spot? Because I mean, standings, we can- playoffs. Your Los Angeles Rams have not been eliminated yet. They are. It looks like two two games back ish. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the key thing is we're not eliminated yet. So There's hope. If they win out, they have a – like a fit, I would say if they win out, so how many more games do they have to win? Win out, that would put us at 8-9. and nine. That's, so, that's, so that's not a terrible season. That's like I would feel like a 50-50 shot at going – As of right now, the, the last wild card is 7-5-1. So we have to get the seven wins, yeah, eight, and we gotta have some other teams lose. <laughs> so it's not it's not impossible, but it's looking pretty impossible. But uh, what is impossible basically now is for the Raiders to make it to the playoffs. They have less than a four percent chance to make it to the playoffs, and before this game, they had like a sixty percent game to make chance yeah. to make it to the playoffs. The AFC is a much tighter race. So what does this say about the Raiders this year? They lose to Jeff Saturday, his first ever, you know, head coaching job above a fucking high school level, and then they go on a three win streak, and then they lose to the Rams in the fourth quarter. They they blow a fucking ninety eight yards. Yeah, they blow a sixteen to three lead in the fourth quarter with less than three minutes on the clock. I mean, what is that? Wh- it's just it, it, at this point. Um... The Raiders, they kind of remind me in, in a similar way to the Chargers or like the Clippers. They just find ways to lose. You know what? It's like, uh, don't they call, don't they call like the fan section in the old stadium? Then they call it like the black hole. Yeah. Right. And that's just kind of like a perfect word to describe their franchise. You just you throw like good players in there, and it just find a way to fuck it up. It's yeah. just like it's like a, a wormhole in space. You know what I mean? 
And they and it's very fitting that their new stadium in Los Angeles, I mean in uh, Las Vegas, looks like the Death Star, because yeah, I heard that place is sick, and uh, it definitely is. We've been to Vegas, me and my girlfriend, and they, they don't times, they don't stop beer sales ever. It goes through the whole game, whereas most stadiums, it's third quarter. Yeah, uh, Vegas is a good time. What, I mean, what else? What more can you say, right? I think it's maybe a little bit too good of a time, and maybe the players are distracted more easily. I mean, we all remember the Henry Ruggs situation as well. No, just that fucking old guy needs to sell the team. What's his name? Uh, Chucky. Yeah, Chucky. <laughs> uh, Mark, what's his face? Uh, I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter. He's like a terrible. He's a terrible yeah. owner, so he doesn't need any of the clout. Um, but he looks, he just looks like a zombie already. So he needs to sell the franchise, you know, let his, let his kids get some money. You know what I mean? Never and, seen uh, anyone like want to sell their team. Oh no, because <laughs> all these NFL owners, they, most of them bought the teams, you know, 20 years ago, right? 30 years more, ago, yeah. you know, 30, 40 years ago, it's been passed down through the family, whatever the case might fucking be. And back then these teams are worth 20, 50 Maybe a hundred million dollars at most. Now you're looking at now billions. You're five, six billion dollar yeah. franchise. Do you know how insane that is? Like that would be like you putting, you know, a hundred dollars in Bitcoin and it turning into like five million dollars. Or it's probably crazier than that, you know, like just the so their net worth, like the investments and shit that they have been able to make and other wealth they've been able to bring into their lives because they have the equity of such a like big franchise. Yeah. It's like, that's why when you see all the fan base, like tell the owner to sell, it's like, they never, yeah, he, they, they have to force them to sell, yeah, bro. Exactly. Who would ever want to sell like professional sports teams, especially, I mean, football, holy shit. Yeah. Could you even imagine? You only got to work yeah. 17 weeks of the year and you're making all that money right and your front office and coaches are doing the most of the work yeah but anyways okay so that was a lot of time spent on that but raiders suck i want to go ahead and say bears also eliminated from the playoffs houston texans eliminated from the playoffs well they have and now the third team also that has been eliminated is the denver broncos that did not fucking go well Okay, let's just jump straight to that. So I there was a a guy that I was seeing on like a Instagram, but I, I guess it was like a TikTok video that just kept getting posted. And every week he would do an update, like Russell Wilson's home in Denver that he bought has thirteen bathrooms, and he's like comparing the amount of passing touchdowns yeah. he has through his like, and through week twelve, uh, like you know he has seven passing touchdowns. I think now at week fourteen he has eight. So he still has less passing touchdowns on the season than he does bathrooms in his new home in Denver. Well, and they also got hit with a lot of injuries, though. I believe their running back went down. Okay. You know, every team has had injuries. Judy's been in and out. And then they traded away their best defensive player. I mean, every team has had injuries. But, like, let's look. I mean, when it comes down to the eye test, right, that that never lies to you. How many – the Chargers – have had more injuries than any other team that's yeah. out there possible, right? And so if you think about it that way and, and you say that, okay, um, the Broncos have had a bunch of injuries, 
If you look at the gameplay, you look at a game that you watch Justin Herbert throw to his fucking third or fourth strings, and you look at Russ play with whoever he's had to play with. Yeah. I mean, like, it It looks like, you know, the NFL is, no, is, in, a, is in a different level now. You know what I mean? Like, these young quarterbacks are on a different level now. And is Russ not that guy anymore? Is that what you're saying? I feel like, is it? could it be up there as one of the worst free agency signings for the hype coming into it yeah like we were just we were all told that the afc west was going to be the best division in football and you have four possible super bowl teams coming out of there including the broncos people were saying the broncos had super bowl like they were had super bowl hype coming into this year and it looks so unwatchable. Oh, yeah. That's that's the thing. <laughs> Their you, offense is terrible. You could be the fucking Lions and go one and six, and then win your next five games, and you could be a great story, right? And now that and, looks and like they, Lions, but even game. when the even when the Lions were losing, they were still fun to watch for the most part, yeah. right? What you're looking at in Denver is pure. It's like being stabbed in the throat. eyes. Yeah, it's, it's it's like I would literally rather watch. Anything else? WNBA? I would for sure rather watch <laughs> WNBA. 100%. Way more competitive. I was also thinking about it. Like, the NFL, when they're making their schedule, they're like, all right, Christmas fucking day. Yeah. We're going to have the Rams, defending Super Bowl champs, play the Broncos, hopeful Super Bowl champs. Yeah. You know how bad that matchup looks now? I mean, at least there's Baker. But Right. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, You're going to go see were- two 4-10 and ten teams play? Yeah, I mean, so so many of these games would get flexed now. I mean, this has been such a surprising season. Yeah. But that just that just goes to show you that you know nothing's guaranteed, and you got to try uh, to play the games. Yeah. I mean, football is a crazy sport. Yeah. Um, but any other victories that stood out to you over this weekend that were surprising? There's a lot of drama brewing. I guess it's been so long since we've done a podcast. Uh, Zach Wilson's been benched. Yeah. Um, the second-year quarterback of the Jets. About this Niners there. kid. Brock Mr. Irrelevant coming in and whooping Brady's ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll go to that. So Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, I guess. He'll be fa- famous for that. I fucking hate the Niners so much. The kid, he looked good. I mean, can yeah, you I know. Say, I mean, can you, say anything, can you say anything bad about him? No, that's why it's bullshit because they they, they look, don't they're on their third. Has TV. he has he looked better than what you ever saw out of Trey Lance? Yes or no? Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's an immediate yes, right? Yeah. And then he's like, he looks like a younger Jimmy G, but like he has such a fuck it, it mentality it, right didn't now. They put up like he a forty has, piece. I think he has nothing to lose. Debo went down. Yeah. So th- here's the thing: if they don't have Debo. They still got McCaffrey. They still have McCaffrey. He's been Kittle. somewhat disappointing. They have Ayuk and Kittle. Yeah. They have a lot of weapons. But if they don't have Debo, I don't think they can take this to the Super Bowl. I think the, they would easily lose to an Eagles. I think they're probably going to win the NFC West. I think they play Seattle one more time. They're nine and four. I mean, yeah. they're they're set up. They're set up to go. I mean, like, look, if they get a matchup like somebody like the Buccaneers in the first round, like, you already saw, saw what's, yeah. what's going to happen, right? Like, like the Bucs are going to fucking walt, you know, just— They're just so goddamn old, the Bucs. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're limp their way into the playoffs having first in that terrible division, right? 
But, I mean, the Jaguars could possibly get in at this point, too. They're only like a game and a half back, if I'm not mistaken. That's and, AFC, though. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, you're right, you're right. So, I mean, they could. Looks like Lions are going to sneak in there for the NFC. Yeah, I mean, good for them, man. I, yeah. I, I mean, Dan Campbell, he looks like he puts his heart and soul into it. You see a lot of it. Like, I really would want to watch the Goff hard knocks. out there. I would got to watch the hard knocks. Uh, and they, they just got their rookie receiver back, the guy from Alabama. He just made his debut. He had a touchdown last weekend. So they, they got a nice future, mm-hmm. man. And they they, got, They're going up against the Jets this week. How do you like that matchup? You know, Amon Ra I'm, I'm gonna take. Gardner. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions. So am I. And I feel like the Lions are kind of rolling right now. That's a good story, right? Yeah. Good for Detroit. They need it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially, unfortunately, it looks After, like Kate, well, that's Kate <laughs> Cunningham just went down for the Pistons yeah. for the rest of the season. But imagine how, like, you're a Detroit Lions fan. Like, you've had Stafford's back for all these years. He goes and then and wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> the first year. You're probably just like, God damn it. How come we couldn't do that in the 15 years we had him? But you're starting to see a glimmer of hope. You know, Goff looks comfortable there. Yeah, they keep stacking some young receivers around them. Yeah, I like I like their talent for sure. Yeah, so I mean, shout out to them. Um, so the Chargers beat the Dolphins. That was a big story in the NFL this weekend too. Yeah. Um, you know, basically people were saying was Justin Herbert the better draft pick than Tua? Obviously. The Dolphins drafted before the Chargers. The Chargers actually moved up to get Herbie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they traded up like a couple picks to get Herbie. They got Herbie with the ninth pick. I believe Tua was the third or fourth pick. Burrow was first that year. And then Hertz was like 15th. And um, seeing the way the NFL has played out... Um, you you could redraft that obviously you know you probably would go uh, Burrow and Herbie like either one of them could have gone number one right like but everyone was saying like you know who's better you know show me the tape and obviously Herbie outplayed two of that game and wh- what do you think of that did anything stand out for you in there do you think um i still don't have any faith in the chargers they're they're the chargers yeah okay but do you what did you see enough from miami to be like hi i mean you can't you can't win uh you know you can't go on a run in the playoffs in the afc like what do you what what was your takeaways from that game for the miami because miami is much more of a playoff team than the chargers yeah i'm not too scared of miami um also, they're, they're like a warm-weather team, and so in the AFC, you're going to have to go to some cold places. I mean, yeah, they're in the same division as Buffalo in New York, if you think about it. Like, yeah. they're, in a, it's, they're in a weird division, right? Like, so, um, you know, having to play a wild-card game because you're not going to beat the Bills' no. record, right? So, who do, who do you think they match up against? They could be AFC? playing the Bills. You never know. No, but not, maybe in the second round, but not in the first, right? They have to play a wild card game. Yeah, because Chiefs are going to get – there's only one bye. For, only one bye. Oh, yeah, so right. Chiefs are going to get that. Oh, so they might get the Bills, huh? Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, it's it's going to be a tough one. Um, you know, Bengals are looking good. The Bengals are on a roll, man. Yeah. Does it look – they can't be stopped right now. Burrow's in his bag. You love to see it. 
I mean, um, AFC is just so much better than the NFC. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been a crazy year. Yeah. And I, it feels like there's a lot more young QB talent in the AFC as well, too. And I feel like it's going to kind of continue to be that way for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we got the old guys in the NFC. We got Stafford. Yeah. We got Brady. Mm-hmm. Who's ever fucking in. We got uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, even Jared Goff is like 30 now, bro. He's like probably like our age. You know what I mean? Maybe a few years younger. But. I mean, definitely excited Rogers. for the playoffs. Yeah, Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else in the NFL that you want to talk about from this week that stood out to you? No, no. Made the fantasy playoffs. Not all of us can say that. I got eliminated by James Conner today. We won't talk about that. Uh, I don't think I'm coming in last. So I don't have to buy the N- uh, WNBA, WNBA. T- I think that's Dana. Dana. All right. Well, you know, we should all go with them. Make it a day. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, all right. Anyways, um, I mean, why don't we talk about that for a second? It, I, I guess that's a huge topic on everyone's mind. I, I know we kind of want to be a little bit, I would have to say, careful by the way we talk about this. But um, the prisoner swap? Yeah, the prisoner swap. Brittany Griner for Ivan the Terrible. It, it, where I feel like. You know, this is a weird thing. You know, there's so much controversy because, you know, it it's like we're all happy that she was able to make it home. Nobody wants any American to be in a Russian prison. Yeah, but then there's still some over there, and yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, there is that, but but then you you know you you hear about you know what we're giving up uh, for that, so you could see why like America feel like is kind of feels weird about it. But I, I would just have to say I'm, I'm happy that she's bad because I want to like if you think about it, if you were over there for bringing a weed pen, you'd want to be home at the end of the day, no matter what, yeah, whatever I it mean, took, whatever it took, you would want to be fucking home. I, I, I would still not take a weed pen to Russia. Um. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you're smart enough to do that. But you know, like I said, you know, I wouldn't. I, wanna, I wouldn't go to Russia in the first place. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, you know, you might have a choice if you're a professional athlete. It's true, yeah. Your Uh career takes you there, you know what I mean? So I would have to say, man, you know, I'm happy that she's home, but, you know, you could definitely see why. The resentment. There's not a resentment. It's just like I feel like the American public is just like, whoa, like a a terrorist for somebody with a weed pen? Like that's kind of hectic, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like, uh, but, you know, you know, like I said, shout out to her for getting home. Just you know in I mean? time for the holidays. Right? Just It's crazy The Rock posted it on Twitter. I guess that was like some viral thing. Or not The Rock. Uh, Vin Diesel. Did he? Yeah. It, that was like something that everyone reacted to. It was like Vin Diesel posted like, Brittany Griner better be home by Christmas. <laughs> and they were, <laughs> and then they released her from... Then they, were, they, they did the prisoner swap like a few days later. Yeah. So everyone's saying that Vin Diesel... No one wants to fuck with Vin Diesel. Yeah, everyone's saying that, that Putin backed down to Vin Diesel. So we'll see if that's the truth. But anyways, uh, moving on. Did... So... we There was a wild UFC card this weekend... Kind of controversial, in my opinion. I was yeah. definitely happy uh, we got to see those uh, fights together. I know Brian was kind of, you know, going to sleep a little bit in the last fight, but it was a long day. It was a long day. You know, we'll give him. No, the, I, I did see the the Patty the Batty. Yeah, so Patty the Batty gets the win by decision, and the young Blanchevich versus uh, whatever one of the Khabib. He's from Dagestan. Yeah. Uh, Ma- Makhachev or Anakalev or I don't know what the fuck how to say his name. But I, I don't think want to Patty should have won. No, so th- so both the, both of the 
both of the decisions were super controversial. Um, the Khabib homie was definitely the clear winner, and that was supposed to be for the interim belt, I guess, yeah. since John Jones had vacated it, and then it's tied, so nobody gets the belt. You can see how pissed Dana was. And then Patty Dabatsi, it looked like he clearly lost the fight, in my opinion. They were just trying and to they, save his reputation. They're trying to build a star. And, and it just was kind of wild to see so many you know poor decisions back-to-back in the card be in Las Vegas. Because I know like the way judging works, it's like a weird – they use a modified boxing scale to score yeah. UFC, basically. And um, usually the judges that are in Vegas do it so often that you think you're going to get pretty good judges – but it's like when you see like these fight nights happen in Omaha, Nebraska, or fucking someplace in Oklahoma, or Idaho, like all these crazy places, like you don't know what you're going to get with the refs because if the refs are local to there, so you, or, or maybe, not, maybe not the refs because like they'll bring like, you know, the, the famous ones if there's going to be a big name, obviously. But the judges, they'll all be local. And so you, you think that maybe in a, in a, in a smaller market fight, you might see something like of this, but this was kind of crazy to see in such a big market fight. Yeah, and Patty didn't even look stoked like when he was announced the winner. No, he he kind of did. Like he he has you have to play it up. And, yeah, and uh, you know he's going on the record saying that he won the first two rounds and all this and and I, I, you know you would do the same thing. You know if you're a fighter and you got a dub's a, a dub. You got a you got a. A suspicious decision, or a what close... am I gonna do? Be like, no, I don't agree with the decision. Exactly, right? What are you gonna say? I should have lost. No, fuck that. Keep getting your paper, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I I think that was the last UFC event of the year, right? That's like they do like that big one and quote unquote big one, and that, that I think that's a very it. big one. Yeah. yeah, that was like the people's the people's main event was Patty the Body. Yeah, no like, we, we don't we don't uh. One. <laughs> Yeah. We don't. We don't want to have anybody with black eyes during Christmas. So take these next two weeks off. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't want take it a couple weeks off of CTE. All right. No, but you know they're gonna have like not a pay per view, but like five other fights in the meantime, and they're gonna have another one uh, New Year's weekend for sure. Probably some shit. Yeah. So the UFC machine keeps on rolling. Um, Speaking of. Uh, New Year's weekend. That's gonna be mm-hmm. the college football playoff. USC did not make it. They mm-hmm. they biffed. Um, yeah, so. but shout out to Caleb. Uh, they did win the Heisman. Williams for getting the Heisman. Yeah, that's a big. I mean, uh, it's hopefully is is, is he, that the first person to win the Heisman at USC since like Reggie Bush or some shit. Yeah, probably <laughs> unless they gave it to Sanchez or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Um, but I mean, shout out to him. I mean, he's a generational college type of uh, quarterback. And hopefully they can do something big with him next year because next year they're going to be in the diff- – It's not they're not going to be Pac-12 anymore. Am I not wrong? Something, yeah. But they'll be in the Big Ten, correct? I believe. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they'll be in the Big Ten. So that'll be – you know, have to go against like the Ohio States and stuff like that, the Michigans um, who are, you know, building powerhouses. That's going to be pretty interesting for USC to travel to the Midwest and other places like that towards the East Coast for – uh, you know, sporting events, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Big, you know, it's I'm happy for him. We got Lincoln. Who's happy? Alabama's not in the playoff. Yeah, I think that's 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 like for me, that's already a win. Yeah. Did Tennessee make it? No, it's uh, TCU, Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. 
So yeah. I guess um, I'm going to root for TCU because it's Texas and it's Christian. Yeah. Amen. No. Heard that right? <laughs> Got that right. Um, but no, anyways. Uh, no, yeah, the college football playoff, I wish there was like a 16-team like tournament almost. So maybe eight. We'll you know, do eight. Eight. I don't know about the 16. We can do eight. Yeah, it's something more. Like, give us two rounds, you know, of playoffs. Which two rounds? Huh? There's the semifinal and there's the final. I know, so I know. But technically like give, two rounds. Yeah, give us two rounds and then, this, you know, the championship is what I'm saying, right? So, that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, but other than that, uh, we look forward to watching some uh, bowl games and stuff, you know, during the holidays always. And, uh, you know, shout out to Caleb. Like there's Williams. always a fucking bowl game on. Yeah. And it'll be like the most randomest. They're like the Pizza Hut stuffed crust bowl <laughs> out here. It's like not even just the Pizza Hut bowl. It's like it's yeah. like they got like the whole This menu. is the Snickers Almond Dark Chocolate Bowl. Oh, yeah, you're like, oh, or the Tostitos Fun Dip Chip Bowl. You're like, what? Oh, damn. This is getting oddly specific. All right, but anyways, um... So, outside of football, obviously, we have some big stuff going on in basketball. Since our last podcast, we were basically ready to jump off the Laker train and jump. Starting to look a little better. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards jumping off again, but they did start to look a little better. Um, yeah, so what do you have to say about the Lakers and how they were playing? They, they, won, they went uh, – they won – it was six and two in an eight game stretch. Six and two and eight. No, they went seven and two at one. No, they went, yeah, yeah, seven and two, seven and two in, in a nine in game, nine game stretch, and then they lost uh, three in a row, I believe. Now, yeah, three in a row, a couple close games. One of them they definitely shouldn't have lost when they took a team to overtime. Um, what do you think about what you've seen from the Lakers? And do you think that the West is so kind of like a log jam right now that they could probably easily We're not get out into, of it by, by yeah. any by any means yeah so we could easily now it goes from like i was thinking that we're gonna be out of the playoffs to maybe lucky to be in the 10 spot to i think that we're gonna land in the six maybe the seven more I'll, I'll take anything in the top 10 because then you're in the plan yeah but i mean Anthony I like what I'm seeing. It's encouraging. Like so what is, the, so, the Westbrook to the bench, that's worked great. Anthony Davis. AD is, is going crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, talk about Anthony Davis. Like, what have you seen over the last, you know, 10, 15 games that's, you know, that makes you feel like this could be a different season for him? You know, he definitely needs to be the focal point of this offense for them to be as dominant as they can be. And when he takes the reins... You know, even when LeBron wasn't out there, he was balling. Like, and then yeah, LeBron- I guess I guess Darvin Ham punked him, and was like, "Dude, you gotta like play through this shit. You can't be a little bitch this year." And now he's like, he's playing aggressive and like pissed off. Maybe, like I said, maybe that's why you know you keep Darvin around. You know, he gets he's not it out scared. Of- yeah, he's like Russ. You're coming off the bench. Ad, quit being a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the the one guy that's like down to. To uh, to keep it real with these superstars, right? So uh, maybe you know, hopefully they can keep it going. Um, you know, make a playoff run. I don't expect them to had do a really much. nice win at Milwaukee. That was that was an impressive win. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, what you alluded to, they blew the game in Philadelphia when Anthony mm-hmm. Davis couldn't make a freaking free throw. Yeah, Anthony Davis gonna make first. Austin Reeves gets a. 
fouled on a three yep. and makes two of the three after he made every other free throw that game. Um, so then, uh, cut some, cut some and then breaks. somehow, somehow got, they Anthony, turned it over. They turned it over. Anthony Davis makes one of two, so they tied up. It's tough. Instead of going to overtime, instead of winning, they go to overtime, and then they don't make a single. Believe they're like overtime. 0 for nine to start OT, 0 for ten. They don't make a single point in overtime for like. So that that's time. the frustrating stuff. So it's like I I see these encouraging signs, and then shit like that happens. Overtime on the road is tough like, in you know, Philly you, yeah, as well. In Philly, you it's tough, man. So you want to get that win when they did. Like Anthony Davis fucked up by not making that free throw. But hopefully they can learn from it moving forward. Um, Hopefully they're working on free throws. Yeah, got a big game playing Boston tomorrow night. Boston tomorrow night at home. That's yeah. going to be a tough one. Boston only has five losses on the year. <laughs> yeah, Boston is clicking right now. They like give me they give me East Coast Warrior vibes. Yeah, because that core has been together forever. Like yeah. Tatum, Brown, yeah. Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. They, they've been together for so long. Even Horford's been there for a minute now. Yeah, yeah. No, they... And they give me, they give me like, like a, I mean, it, it makes sense why the Warriors and then matched up in the in the playoffs last year. Yeah. They give me Warriors vibes of the East Coast, but like just a step below. You know what I mean? And then you know, as age kind of creeps, continues to creep up on Steph and Clay and Draymond, you know. They might end up being more of the... Tatum's a, a monster. He's been going crazy. Yeah, Tatum's having an MVP caliber season. Uh, you Should be a Laker. You know, never yeah. forget. Yeah, never forget that. Uh, but anything that you're looking forward to this NBA season, I mean, I, there's so I many... I want to see what's up with these Pelicans. Are they for real? Sitting so atop the West right what, now. What do you think about the Suns and Pelicans beef? They, it, there was a little bit of emotion erupting at the end of the first game. It looks like they had a back-to-back game or, like, two games in between each other. But they, the Suns and the Pelicans played each other twice in, like, one week it looked like. And the Pelicans beat them both times. But the first game, they were at home in the Smoothie Center. And the Pelicans were up, like, seven points with, like, less than ten seconds to go. Zion gets the ball in a fast break and does a 360 windmill. And uh, for the fans, for the fans, with like a second left, and basically the Pel- uh the Suns bench gets heated after that. So there's a lot of pushing and shoving, like in the men's and, room. A lot of pushing and shoving. What do you make of that? You know what I mean? The Pelican, I for- I honestly forgot, bro. But the Suns and the Pelicans went to a seven game series last year, and they only ended up beating the Pelicans by like five or six points. Yeah, remember and, the, yeah. Alvarado was yeah. just going crazy. Um. Like I said, Pelicans, they got a squad. I, I want to go see Zion live. He looks like he's insane to see live. Yeah, we got to go see when uh, uh, Jaw and Zion for sure this year. I mean, I've when seen Jaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, wanna, well, he's uh, he's coming to town pretty soon. We definitely got to go. So, but I, I, I don't trust the Pelicans. I don't think they have that veteran this, leader well, who's been there and done it. I feel like this is their first year with Zion. I feel like they're gonna go. They're gonna go. We got Ingram, McCollum. I think they might win one series in the playoffs, yeah. possibly, and then they'll be out after that. I feel uh, like I feel like if we got Pelicans versus Grizzlies, like that'd be a super fun series. Yeah, but I feel like they, those Grizzlies would end up winning that series. It would go like yeah. six, and the yeah. Grizzlies would win, right? Um, 
But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to see the young NBA kind of come into, uh, you know, into its own. Kind of at the same time that you're seeing the young NFL come to its own. It's like the the best teams to watch by far are the ones with the young quarterbacks, it's right? The new eras, right? And then the best teams to watch in the NBA are someone with a young talent. Like you want to watch the Grizzlies, you want to watch the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the Nets are cool to watch from KD and Kyrie are playing, but there's so much like drama outside of it that it kind of takes away from what you're watching as you watch it, right? So, um, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a, it's a interesting open to the season. I have a lot of hope for the Lakers moving forward. I think they can uh, kind of make it interesting at least. Yeah, yeah. And so. uh, maybe they make... Do you think they make... We're a, just asking to not be eliminated by, like, February. Uh, do you <laughs> think they make... Okay, done. all right. Do you think they make it a, um, a move before the trade deadline, or they put it on ice till next year? I don't know. I think I, they, I was reading something about possibly going after Bogdanovich today. I don't know what pieces we've uh, moved. Same with Miles My, Turner as well, too. Who plays for the Pacers? Yeah, Miles uh, Turner. Turner. Yeah, Miles Turner. I, I, I'm not sure what pieces to move. Yeah. You know? I'm not saying we have a perfect team. Yeah. But I don't I, I, I can't possibly think of a trade that, you know, would suit us and the other team would like accept it, you know? Yeah. One that would be good for both sides. Yeah. I just don't think we have the pieces to offer up or to get in return for the for the players and the way our roster is currently constructed. I feel that a hundred percent. Now going back to the NFL. We got some picks to make. And we got to make them now. We got to make them quick. So a big NFC West matchup happening Thursday. Yeah, Seattle San Fran. 49ers at San I mean 49ers at Seattle. Who do you got? How do you like them? What is the move? Because right now, let me see. Dude, that, that looking like, like San Fran is favorite three and a half points. No, I'm gonna take Seattle at home on that. You're gonna take Seattle not only to cover at but home. to win. Yeah, you're saying Brock Purdy. Uh, Dude, it's tough to play at Seattle. Like it gets loud in there. You're taking Geno over Brock. Geno's been pretty solid, and I'm I'm still not sold on this Purdy kid. I I maybe watched. 10 snaps of him play, mm-hmm. but I'll get to he watch a whole a, game. He put, almost put up a 50-piece last week, bro. Yeah, like I said, I'll get to watch a whole game. We'll see what he's about. And But like, it's tough to win at Seattle, especially on a primetime game, too. They're going to be going wild. I think I think San Fran wins but doesn't cover. Yeah, but would, either way, I think it's going to be a good game. I would take, I would take Seattle plus 5.5 in this game. An yeah. alternate line. I would take Seattle plus five and a half. I think it's going to be a close scoring game. I don't think they're going to be able to blow up the way they did last week. Short week. Just had a lot of hype. after. Being well, now there's break. film, too, that they can study on mm-hmm. this Purdy kid. Okay. Oh, we got Saturday games? Yeah, a couple of good ones. A couple of good ones. Ravens, Browns, Colts, Vikings, Dolphins, and Bills all play on Saturday. Triple right. header. Uh, Browns favored by minus three. Lamar's out. Vikings favored by four points against the Colts. And the Bills favored by seven and a half against the Dolphins. What a little Saturday spread we got going. I'm going to go with Browns there. Browns minus three. Deshaun's second game. Yeah. 
third. I think it's third. Third game? No, third. I believe it's second game. But it could be third. You're right. And then I'm going to go with Vikings. To beat Jeff Saturday. Do they cover the four-point spread? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And then what about the Bills and Dolphins? I think Bills win, but I don't think they cover. That's a big number. Uh, yeah, that is a big number. They, they, A lot of experts are expecting them to stomp. So the over-under is 41. That seems fairly low. low. Well, there's going to be is, snow. It gonna is be snow. at Buffalo, and it is going to be snowing. Yeah. So the run game's got to be going. Someone told me if the over's ever eight points or more, to always bet the uh, – I mean, sorry. If the spread between the two teams is eight points or more, to always bet the under of that game. Yeah. So betting under 41 and a half, Seems kind of low for these two teams. So I feel like that's a tough. this is a tough game to bet. I feel like that's a big number for Buffalo to, to cover. I mean, they are going to be at home. Still, they, they always let teams back into games, too. They don't, like the, Sometimes they'll go and whoop your ass, but I feel like they so like to is, let teams back in. This is the third game in a row that Miami's on the road. They lost the first two. Do you think they're going to lose the third game in a row? Yeah. Yeah. And you think they're going to lose, but not by eight points? Correct. So you you got the Dolphins to cover. Okay, we'll move on to Sunday. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, we got Eagles at Bears. Philly favored by nine points. Falcons at Saints. New Orleans favored by four. Lions at Jets. We're calling that one even. Steelers at Panthers. Carolina favored by minus two and a half. We got the Cowboys at Jags. Dallas favored by four and a half points. Chiefs at Texans. Chiefs favored by 14 points. Cardinals at Broncos. uh, Looking like even or no odds at this point. Titans at Chargers. Chargers favored by three. Bengals at Bucks. Um, Cincinnati favored by three and a half points. Giants at Commanders. Washington favored by Four and a half. That's interesting. And Rams at Packers to cap it off at Monday night. The Packers are favored by seven and a half points. Fuck that. Does anything jump off to you besides the Rams and Packers? Because obviously. Uh, yeah, I, even though Chiefs had, what was it? Like, it's like 14 and a half. Minus 14 points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they cover. At the Texans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I do I. Cover. Yeah. So do I. That's going to be a homecoming for Mahomes in Texas. Oh, that's right. That's right. Run it up. Why not, right? Okay, so Cardinals at Broncos. Cardinals started to show some life, but nah, looking like Kyler's going to be out. Kyler's going to be out. That's why there's no odds right now anymore. Vegas is scrambling. We got Lions at Jets with the odds even. So put 100 on the, the Lions. You win 100 bucks. Eagles got to cover nine points. Do you think they can cover at Chicago? Yeah, Chicago looks like they're waving the white flag. Same here. Yeah, I feel like they won by 14 or more. Falcons at Saints. Saints favored by four. I kind of don't really want to touch that game. Ira, shh. Hey, we got the Husky jumping in on the pod. Yeah, so... What what is the uh, 
I would have to say, so what's the over-under Chiefs in the Texans? Let's see what that is for the points, the points. Because it's a domed stadium, too. 49. So take the under if the spread is 14. So do you, but do you think the Chiefs might just put up a 45-piece to 7? Could skunk them. What are they? They could, they could just go 45 nothing. If there's ever 8 points or more or 9 points or more, I've heard it a few different ways. You always take the under on the points. So 49 points. No, I'm going to go over. You think it's going to be over that? But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if Houston can even score the damn ball. <laughs> like, I, That's I, a tough one, right? Cause I couldn't tell you one player on the Houston Texans other than Davis Mills, and I'm pretty sure he got benched. Yeah, or he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Another weird week coming up in the NFL at you. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, Mr. B. Shaw? Uh, obviously, let's go Rams. Let's go Lakers. Let's go Rams. Let's go Lakers. Dodgers have been pretty silent in this offseason yeah. when other people have been making lots of moves. Do you think quite possibly? It means they're brewing something special up. They're waiting till next year to sign Otani. I mean, that could be a thing, too. Giving yeah. him $800 yeah. Million. yeah. I'd be down. He's a beast. <laughs> All right. That will do it, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Everybody, have a good night. Money Locks and Shit Talk. Scotty Lowe and B. Shaw. Week 15. We'll see you next week. Live from L.A. Money Locks and Shit Talk. Thank you, people.